everyone. I'm Cindy. And I'm Allie. We just have to give a little disclaimer that Allie just had an eye procedure today, so that's why she's wearing the glasses. So mm-hmm. not trying to be Hollywood here. We, we have had so many requests for how do I become a confident dancer that today our little chat is going to be on confidence and how do you get there. And, you know, when we sat down to think about that, we were actually out to dinner and we wrote these two little lists of all the things we thought make our athletes confident that we work with. So we'll just talk about about several of them. But so our job is going to be to help you become the best version of yourself with some of our tips. And that's what you got to be thinking about all the time is how can you become the best version of yourself? And um, to get to a high level in anything, whether whatever job it is, confidence is what's going to carry you there. The person mm-hmm. that's more confident in their ability and more confident in what, what they're doing. But how do you get confident? I mean, there's just so many things to think about. <clears throat> if, you, if you know you have a lot of potential, and most people do, everybody does. And to reach that potential, you got to think about the choices that you make are going to affect your confidence. Here's some, some example of some choices. Is how hard you work at practice. Well, yep. That definitely will affect your confidence. If, you, if you're there every day, you're working as hard as you can. When you go home, you feel pretty good about yourself. Even if you haven't achieved what you're trying to achieve, you at least know that you, you, know, you went down trying. You know? So think about that, that your choice of how hard you work really affects your confidence. And I feel like I tend to see often, I tend to see a lot of kids, you know, your, your top-level dancers, I should say, yes, sometimes it's just on talent, but there is an, a lot of times where it's hard work, and then you see a lot of jealousy of those people, and a lot of times you just kind of want to go, if you'd work as hard as they do, you would probably be at that level and feel that confidence. The, the other choices are if you're going to show up. You know, like I'll have coaches say to me a lot, what do you do if kids are not on time? What, if you, what do you do if your kids don't show up? And I'm like, my kids show up, you know, I I feel they do. So that might be a culture problem on your team. But you have to ask yourself, if you're not showing up, why are you doing it? You know, Mm -hmm. so so that choice of showing up and being at every practice, you know, I've had some situations at the studio where kids maybe didn't show up for a class and then they came to the performance and they don't even know where they're going and you can't feel very confident about that. So showing up is really important too and giving it your all. So, um, the other choices that really affect your confidence are some of the choices you make outside of practice. Maybe in school, about being a good student, you feel so proud of yourself if you're working hard. If you're not working hard, and, and I'm not saying getting straight A's, you know, I wasn't a straight A kid. I was more of a social kid, but, you know, I put an effort in. And I, showing up to school is showing important. Showing up to school. I never skipped school or whatever. So so that affects how you feel about yourself and it will affect your confidence. Now I want you to think about um that it's a process. You know, I think back to different people I have mentored over my long years of coaching and mm-hmm. and I think of my camp staff that I have in the summers and how I watch them grow and evolve into confident people. You know, even looking at people their first year compared to their 10th year of being on camp staff, oh my gosh, is it different? And somebody comes to mind to me, uh, her name's KP, and she now is the one that runs the Super Bowl half times and she works on the Emmys and the Oscars and the music awards and billboard, all this stuff. And her first camp, she was my roommate. We drove to Iowa, to Storm Lake, Iowa, to be on a camp together. And I I remember her being just so scared to teach at her first camp. And she actually cried. You know, she forgot something she needed. And, you know, it's a process. 
you can't, you'll get there. Nobody would ever see that looking oh, at her gosh. now. She's the most confident person you'd ever want to know. I know one time I called her cell phone and she goes, just a second, I got to take this call. And she comes back. It was Donald Trump. I'm like, what? You know, yeah. So, so confidence will get better with experience. So the more experiences you can give yourself, the better. I mean, just think how many places you can put yourself out there to get better at what you're doing. And I feel like sometimes people look at confidence as a bad thing or a negative thing because I feel like some people get cockiness and confidence mixed up. Oh, yeah. And I feel like there is a big difference in that, and I think we'll kind of touch on that in a little bit. But confidence is a great thing to have. And it's not – if you're confident it in the correct way, it's never bad. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, and sometimes I look at myself in a leadership role or you may be in a role where you're not quite sure what to do in a certain situation – that's when you ask for help. You know, those TV shows where they have, you have one lifeline or you can ask a friend. You can always ask a friend now. You can ask a friend for help. How did you get good at this? How did you do that? Go to people that are better at stuff, certain things you might be better at and you might be helping them, but other things they might be better at and they can help you. I always call it spread the love on our team. You know, if somebody's better at something, that should be the person that's mentoring others. So, and I also feel like if you feel like, oh, I could never do that, that kind of shows like, okay, maybe I need to work on my confidence a little bit because once you are a confident person, I feel like asking other people for help is not a big deal. But if you do still have those insecurities. You don't want to ask for help because you don't want to look weak. Oh, uh, yeah. You know I what I mean? Yeah, Where I feel right. like you have to, it's such a, it's like you need the help, but you need the confidence to ask, ask for, help, for help, you know? And that's so true. That is so true. Like I would reach out for anything right now. And sometimes I drive you crazy. You'll be like, what? You're, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, just don't worry about asking for help. And that's that inner dialogue that's going on with you all the time. And that's something to really think about. If you can read any books on your inner dialogue and and ways to talk to yourself, we're we're more mean to ourselves than we are to anyone else. We mm-hmm. treat ourselves worse than we would treat anyone else. And you constantly have to be giving yourself positive feedback inside. Make a list of stuff that you have been successful at. Like each day at practice, I jumped higher today. I I spotted better today. I did this better today. And keep a list in your journal. Journaling's great. And and see how far you've come because you will forget. And I also feel like on that topic, just this day and age with social media and the way it is, I feel like social media is a huge problem with confidence in younger people right now and older people. Like we were just talking about that this morning, that it does affect your mindset on everything um, how many likes did I get? Yeah, but oh. I feel like in general, just you're, it's in your face all the time. All these people that have tons of friends and are going on tons of vacations and you just see way too much about other people right now that it affects your confidence and that inner talk isn't happening because you're too busy looking at what everybody else is doing. Sometimes if you could shut that all out and just focus on you, it re- would really be a great thing. I know just to talk about the social media thing with our team, we always have a summer party and they used to be so fun and we'd have so much fun. And all of a sudden for a couple years, they were not fun. Nobody was swimming in the lake. Nobody was hot tubbing. Nobody was, you know, doing all this stuff. And all of a sudden we went, it's because they have to post pictures and they have to look cute. And I'm like, all right, no phones next, you know, the next year we had a party, no phones. We are going swimming. You will not dress up. You will look, wear your sweatpants and we're coming to have fun and play. And it was so much more fun. And I think the kids, 
I almost feel like they enjoyed it more too because it oh, took the pressure off of having to post stuff and having to wear a cute dress. Yeah, it just yeah. it's it's too much pressure on people nowadays in general. So I think as much as you can turn that off as possible is awesome. And think about confidence and lack of confidence as being contagious. If you have a lack of confidence, you will that will spread to your team. Like say it's on a competition day especially, that lack of confidence, it will spread like wildfire. And confidence also spreads like wildfire. If you have a, a, a coach that's not confident on a competition day, woo, look out, baby, because you'll feel that. So, you know, really think about that. Um, so sometimes confidence can uh, manifest itself like arrogance. And I want you to think about yourself for this. Is it really, it, arrogance sometimes is a disguise for lack of confidence, you know? I think more often than not. Yeah, like people that really think they're good. Like I know sometimes with camp staff, I'll say, gosh, I wish they were a little more nervous. I get nervous before stuff. So I don't lack, I don't use, ner- or what do I say? I don't nervous, mean nervousness yeah. isn't lack of confidence. It's kind of that adrenaline that will get you going and you channel that into confidence. I always tell my dancers too, like if you're not nervous, that makes me scared no. because it makes me feel like you don't care as much. I feel like everybody, no matter what you've been doing. I think kind of a cool story. Um, when I was at dancing at the Super Bowl with Beyonce, right after we got off the stage and we were down in the tunnels underneath the stadium, we watched her come off the floor and in the hallway, she was like jumping and like, yes, 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 I did it. And so then she hugged Jay-Z. Like it was kind of very fake feeling moment, but it was cool to see that she had this moment of like, oh my gosh, I did it. She was nervous to do it. You know, and it's Beyonce. If Beyonce's nervous, I think we all can get a little nervous and it's okay. Right. So that's something to think about is sometimes arrogance in in the fact like, oh, I've got this. And if you're so overly confident, you're probably not, you know, so, Mm -hmm. so you got to really, um, or even thinking about about friends. If you have a friend that's maybe that way, you might need to you know, not get mad at them for being arrogant and try to go, how can I help them actually be confident? Right. The other thing I think really is a sign of low confidence is laziness. And yes. This is something that I think you got to really think about if that's you. For me, when I was a middle school, high school kid, it was a lot easier for me to not try than to look like I was trying really hard and fail. You know, and I think so many, so many kids struggle with that. Yeah. So I think even like if we're talking to coaches or dancers right now, as coaches, instead of getting so mad at your lazy kids, maybe go look at what what is causing this because it probably is a it's lack of confidence. Lack of confidence that they're afraid they're going to fail or they're afraid they can't keep up, and and sometimes somebody gets so good and they're thinking I can never do that, so I might as well not try. So look at yourself that way and see if you're being lazy for fear of failure. Or lack of care, acting like you don't really care that much if you don't do well. Most likely, everybody cares if they do well. I really feel everyone wants to be good. And that's the one thing that I tell, you know, a lot of people that I mentor is fail harder. If you're going to do it, go out there and make it a big one. And let me tell you, I could list my failures in there. It's a long list. I've been been very successful, but I've always had a, also had a lot of failures, you know. I also feel that every kid, and I wish I, I wish that everyone had this, but I feel like every athlete needs a strong coach in their life. And they also need a strong parent in their life. You need that inner family push. And you also need somebody from the outside pushing you. If you are not lucky enough to have that on either aspect, you might have to find someone to mentor you. 
There are a lot of people out there to mentor you or go find someone that's successful and and have them help mentor you. And that's where what you were saying, you need that confidence to go do it, but do it. Get another kid to mentor you. I also going, touching on that a little bit, I think when it comes to your, your friends and who you surround yourself with can make a huge impact on your confidence. And so I think kind of going back and taking a look at Am I spending my time with people that are building me up or tearing me down? I always say they, they're like elevator buttons. They can either take you up, 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 or they can take you down, down, down. It's so know? true. Your friends yeah. are so important, the people you pick to hang out with. I, I was at a convention in Vegas last weekend, and the guy who was speaking on confidence from Rob Miller said, um, what was it? If you run with the dogs, you're sure to get fleas. So think if you're running with the dogs, you don't want to be. You want to be picking your friends to be stronger. So uh, support your teammates and think about your inner ideal self and what you want to be and work toward that goal. It has to be a goal. Um, Some other things I'm just going to close with here is I feel success breeds success. Once you get a little success, you want a little more and you become more able to figure out ways to do it. So allow yourself to find something to be successful with. And success doesn't mean you have to win something. A success could be, oh my gosh, I landed my double pirouette with good technique and not hopping this time. You know what I mean? Like have little successes and celebrate your little successes and it's going to make you feel better. And that's why I say sometimes you need to write them down. Write down little successes. I feel praise is one of the most important ingredients in team culture and how you work with your friends and how you and your studio are on your team. You have to learn to praise each other and you have to learn to critique each other in a positive way. That's how you become more confident. If you're constantly beginning getting ripped down, you know, which it, it, critiquing is essential in your dance. I mean, I could have some of my kids sitting here going, well, you rip us down. Well, I don't rip you down. I point things out that we need to fix. And I usually try to do it in a very positive way. doesn't mean I don't get after people if they're not working hard. Or not fixing stuff. Or not yeah, fixing things. That's another way to become confident is fix what you've been told. If you've been given the tools to get better by a coach, by having them tell you what you need to work on, then get after it and work on it. And know? if you weren't sure with what they meant about something, ask them. Mm-hmm. Say, I'm not sure how, how to fix this problem that you say I have. Think about um, becoming confident as a long-term goal, not a short-term goal. It takes a process and a, it, it takes a long time to get, get that confidence. And confidence wavers. You're going to be different. You know, like sometimes I'm less confident if I'm less prepared like for, if I'm speaking or whatnot at an event, if I'm prepared, I usually can go in there and nail it. If I'm not um, as prepared, I'm a little more edgy and not as confident. So we preparation is important. Yeah, you were kind of saying that earlier before we started um, filming that I really liked that you were talking about preparation. One of my athletes, we were at state and I said, are you, ner- are you nervous? Do you have tight? And she goes, no, I'm ready. And she, she, she's a kid that trains hard every day. So I think that, um, yeah, you have that adrenaline, you're nervous in that other way. But if you know you've done everything you can do, you're going to be more ready for and that. you feel better to go out on the floor or whatever you may be doing. And maybe create some pressure situations for yourself. Say you're doing a solo. I wouldn't do it for the first time in front of the audience. I would do it in front of your classmates a few times, in front of your family in the living room. Maybe be in a school talent show before you go to the competition 
do the routine a few times. And we even do that with our high school varsity team or JV team. We will perform for our parents before we go compete so that we get that pressure situation to knock out that routine in front of us. Because you need to have the nerves because it does bring in another element. Even if you're not confident, when you're in a situation, especially if you're going into a situation like an audition or something like that, when you're not confident, the only person that knows that is you. Nobody else knows it. So if you're feeling nervous, fake it. You know, even if it feels so scary, fake the confidence and slowly you kind of start building that confidence and realizing, okay, I can do this. Yeah. And watch being the type of person that says I'm saving it for the competition. So I'm not working hard at practice. Uh Uh-uh. That, that's a, that's a, um, cop out. Hey, I do have more to say that confidence built. One other reason that some people can be not confident is fear of failure. So, you know, you're, as a dancer, you're really putting your, I know I did talk about that, but as a dancer, you're really putting yourself out there and it's so public, the failure. So that's why it's tough. So give yourself like a kudos, a pat on the back for even doing it instead of being hard on yourself. I was also a clarinet player. Like if I was doing a solo, I'd put it all out there and people know I screwed up. But in the, in the aspect of when I was in a group, I could have sat there and pretended and you would never have known where dance is so public. So, so sometimes that, that leads to your lack of confidence is the publicness, you know? So but be okay with making mistakes. Like it hap- everybody yeah. falls. Everybody has something bad happen and you can't let that make you waver. Just keep going. You know, I think of some funny things that have happened to me once I was speaking at this big event and I had this dress on and I had a slip underneath it. And I don't know why, but the slip, like the waist, like maybe the elastic broke, it fell down to my ankles while I was speaking up in front of all these people. And I remember a moment of, oh my gosh, but I actually kicked it into the podium. And then I made a joke like, well, I guess I don't need that. And people just roared, you know, so you can turn a situation into a, you know, if you can make laugh at yourself a little bit and not take yourself so seriously, you're going to be able to succeed a lot more. Mm -hmm. And another um, confidence thing that, that kind of can get you is fear of like, you've been successful and it's like, uh Oh, now I got to do that again. Like say that is a hard one. Say you won first place, your team at a competition. Then the next time everyone's watching you, Ooh, what are they going to do today? So sometimes it's like, I did it. Oh no. Now I have to do it again. Can I do it again? Can we keep that up? Am I wor- worthy of that? So there's a lot of things that will get into your confidence, Mm -hmm. even fear of getting hurt, you know, like an injury. Like sometimes kids get injured and then they have a hard time going full out again again because they don't want to do it. So sometimes you have to sit and analyze, what is my deal with confidence? Is there something that's bothering me? Because confidence is a huge part of being a dancer. Like you can't dance and be great at it and not be confident. It's a huge thing with everything. So I really really hope we gave you some ideas to build your confidence and and go for it. And keep asking us questions because we love to do these little talks for you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Anything But Routine. Each episode, we plan to talk about anything dance, anything that would apply to a studio owner or a dance coach at a high school or community rec. We feel our Or a dancer. Or a dancer, yeah. We feel our experience is it's just going to be a different thing every episode. So tune in. We hope you enjoy it and make sure to subscribe.